I think we have been living the lives of a nomad like for our entire life because uh in my 28 years of living uh of existence I have moved around 14 houses. Yeah that means I would have moved around 15 houses. Yeah and we are not even army brats. <laughs> so uh yeah we have traveled a lot I mean uh throughout India and we have lived in a, d- a lot of different places like uh, we were in Delhi at first then we moved to Kerala we were there for a long time then finally we moved to uh Bangalore in between I moved to Chennai too. So uh one of the thing that I've that I have noticed is that one major difference which happened while moving from Kerala to Bangalore uh was house renting you know the amount you pay for re- uh, pay as rent for uh, your the pro- property where you live in and uh, the 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 difference was like around three times more than how much we paid in Kerala and uh, i think uh, if you look at it most of the people who are moving to bangalore or any other metro but we are going to concentrate on bangalore like when they move uh, probably for job or some other stuff i think the thing they are like very much worried about is like finding a property especially if you are a single bachelor or like a spinster the the, the equation is like you know totally against you so i thought you know what uh, there like lot of stuff happening behind the scene uh, where uh, the tenants are exploited a lot uh, and uh, so i thought i'll do some research and figure out in what ways we are exploited and uh, just put it out there so you can be informed and you know moving forward you can make a decision based on you know all the information which is available Welcome to another episode of Writer and Geek Show. We are your host Shankar and Vishnu, and in this episode, we are going to talk about renting house. If you have checked out our last episode, sixty-nine, uh, uh, you would have got to know that why we have we're on a long break. Hopefully, you enjoyed that episode as well. <laughs> uh, hopefully, half of them have listened to it <laughs> because it was explicit, and you know, most of them would have turned uh, their maybe ears. Maybe other half is explaining things to kids right now. Yeah, <laughs> I hope it's not that way. So uh, we had mentioned that it was because we were moving houses, and a lot of other st- things were there. But the major thing was like we were moving houses. trying to find a better house where we can put a lot of you know time and effort into podcasting right. we can have a separate room for that so uh, how was the experience Bef- because you were the one who were you know behind it more, most of the time so yeah, how because, was the experience because i am the elder one in the family all yeah. the um, you <laughs> responsibilities. know responsibilities fall on my uh, shoulders and um, yeah so it was it's a very tiring effort to find a proper house and we had some requirements like we wanted a good enough space for recording podcast um as i mentioned in the last episode in um in the previous house we used to record in my room so it was like a makeshift arrangement we had to move all the equipment to the desk and then move it back and all those kind of things we wanted a place where we could arrange the podcast uh, studio as such and then come and record whenever you want so that kind of removes a lot of inertia that comes with you know we are lazy people right both of us so no i'm not well yeah okay <laughs> uh, so that was one of the reasons uh, we plan to move out and moving out is a very difficult thing i would have seen uh, at least i think at least 8 to 9 houses i think um, or somewhere around that that was a number 
there'll be something or the other uh, either the rent might might be too much or they would ask for incredible amount of money as advance or maybe the house itself might not be great enough there might be no light and all that but thankfully we got a house and that entire process took around 2 to 2 and a half months from the time i saw the first house till the time we moved in um so one of the things that i realized is um this is with respect to bangalore so i was on a lot of websites like common floor and housing.com and all that when you go to these websites for every single house listed in bangalore uh, it's a flat rate of something like 10 months to 1 year of ad- uh, rent as advance so if it if your house is coming for 3000 30000 rupees right uh, as rent they'll quote anywhere from 3 lakhs up and that was not the case for hyderabad and other places and i did make this as a point while negotiating but you know what you are uh, you know at the end of the day it's your need and you are you are the one who looking for the house yeah. and nobody agrees for anything less than that yeah. i think we'll touch on that point but overall the experience uh, if you're looking out for a house even if you have a family and especially if you have a pet right it's even more difficult we have a dog and not everybody likes to have a pet um in their houses i don't know for what reason because anyway when you vacate the house they'll make you do all the cleaning and you know painting and all that kind of stuff so what difference does it make to them uh, i mean they might have their own reasons so that narrows down so when i do a search on housing or any other website right normally when i do a search you will get around 60 to 70 uh, search results for my criteria but the moment you put a filter for pets it will come down to like 5 6 right <laughs> that was a big constraint wow. for us okay so this was this is uh, i mean you know lo- a lot of driving around and trying to find the perfect house and all that in the end we went to a, a you know real estate agency and they quite they helped out a lot um, i mean um, every day after coming back from office i used to go on these house hunting trips um not a pleasant experience but i'm glad that we got a good place to now yeah and uh, not bragging but we have always been you know the ideal tenants if you look at it and we have always had a good relationship yes. most of, with most of our neighbors so uh, one more thing which i'd like to add is like you know you also have to like check out the neighborhood and figure out if you know it's a good place to live right. at right so all that think uh, things considered it's it becomes even more difficult and especially for a family it's like you know to find the perfect place it's like a daunting task and uh, yeah there are like two sides to the coins not just families if you are like as i mentioned a bachelor or like someone living alone like you just go there and you will be like okay i need a house so who will be uh, living with you and be like i am just living alone so when they get this uh, word like you know bachelor living alone they just you know right away turn away and be like you know i uh, we can't i think because <laughs> uh, they always have this idea in their mind like bachelors would be like smoking pot and you know drinking stuff and you know yeah even maybe even more than like, that and uh, yeah. you know uh, yeah, yeah. they they always associate people uh, bachelors to to troublemakers right like they don't have much of a responsibility they don't have yeah. a family to kind of moderate them or something yeah. uh, so they'll have these wild parties at home and stuff and you know what um, as we get into the discussion right looking at it from we are talking from a tenant's perspective if you look at it from a house owner's perspective there are many things that they also had to yeah. worry about so somewhere you know um, there is a middle ground for this i wouldn't say bangalore is in the middle ground bangalore is much more much much more swayed towards the owners hmm. benefit um, if you look at other places like hyderabad and you know maybe mumbai i'm not sure of how it is in mumbai but i think there it's more balanced where you don't feel uh if i am thinking of moving my house tomorrow it's a big pressure right yeah. you need a, lo- a big amount of money in your bank 
yeah that. okay so uh, yeah talking about renting a property the first thing the first daunting thing that comes to your mind would be either the rent that you have to pay every month or like you know the security deposit right so uh, there's a law regarding i think i'll start with the security deposit uh, so there's a law like in bangalore uh, they mostly charge around like 10 months right yeah it's standard 10 months, 10 uh, months. so if your rent is 25k they're going to charge you to and half wow Lacks. so uh, <laughs> let me put it straight out there for you uh, it's actually illegal to charge you know more anything more than 3 months of you know rent there. so all the house owners please listen to this yeah if you are charging 10k for a 1 bhk or something then the max you can charge a security deposit is 30 if you are charging 25 then the max you can charge is 75 so uh, yeah so you you know owners who are listening uh, basically there is like you know a way that you can get into prison or something if you are a tenant you know files a complaint or something so uh, then the rent right so uh, what i've noticed is that here they charge it according to their wish right because yeah. i remember our friend ranjit he had come to bangalore and he stayed here for one year yeah so we had actually gone for apartment hunting for him and uh, we went to this place nearby our old house and uh, it was like a 2 bhk place and they were like saying you know for 2 bhk like 2 years back uh, it was like some 30k mm-hmm. and they want a security deposit of 2 and a half lakhs okay so that's how they charge so uh, actually there is a way to like calculate the rent which you can which you can actually avail from the tenant so it's like you take the total value of the property including you know the building and the uh, market value of the pr- property on which it's built and then the amenities you have right and then you can charge around like 0.8 percent to 1.1 percent in between that is the margin where you can charge per month uh, for the property that you own so uh, yeah if you consider that probably most of the places in bangalore they charge a lot more but, than that right but that still sounds a little bit too much for me right because yeah. uh, let's say i have a property of 1 crore hmm. that does it mean that i can charge a rent of 1 lakh per month or is it per year a per year per year yeah yeah, yeah. you you uh, sorry i forgot to mention that so like 1 lakh divided by 12 how much is that that come around like 8 exactly 8 or 9 yeah right. so that's how you can charge so uh, then you consider probably like if you are uh, paying yeah, around like 20 stuff, yeah. 20 uh, k per month actually you are only supposed to pay probably around like 10 k so mm. the rates are exorbitant here and uh, we still you know put up with that so uh, and uh, talking about the agreement right uh, more like what was the process you know when you uh, rented the property right now you mean once you come to an uh, agreement yeah so agreement. what happens is once you come to a verbal agreement they would normally ask for a token hmm. so that you stick to your word and they stick to theirs uh, and they wouldn't give it away to someone else by the time you pay your advance so give a token of maybe a month's rent or something like that and on top of that they, you transfer the tra- advance amount uh, you write the rental agreement you sign it and you keep it so then the keys are rental uh, agreement so yeah. there you uh, mention all the you know uh, cl- uh, terms and conditions right. you know this is how much you are supposed to pay you have taken this much security deposit and this is the duration probably like i am not sure if that is mentioned there but yeah yeah uh, and it's like, an agreement usually for 11 months 11 months right and uh, and it'll be mentioned like next month uh, next year how much they'll 
charge extra right exactly 10% yeah, yeah, yeah. or something yeah, like yeah yeah so so all that should be mentioned so like uh, in some cases i've uh, heard that people they have uh, you know moved to a new place without a written agreement oh my god which is which is going to be really bad so if you want a, uh, to rent a property a written agreement is very important and the owner should be keeping the uh actual, actual original yeah. copy of that thing and you should carry the photocopy right i mean i don't know why people would do that because your rental agreement is what you use for your address proof right i don't know maybe like someone uh, on like something, you know some, something uh, sketchy i think probably sketchy or like <laughs> if you're moving to a place uh, owned by your family or like friends or something mm. they might do it but uh, yeah on goodwill you know yeah, some people right. do that right but actually you shouldn't do that yeah so you should actually always get a written agreement from the owner before uh, you know uh, renting a property mm. and uh, yeah then comes you know uh, like when you live at a place right you can't say that you know you you should keep it as it is when they had given it to you right, right. Uh, there'll be like wear and tear and you know property what happens in normal cases is they'll charge you for all the wear and tear and uh, they'll ask you to paint and all that kind of stuff and if there are some nuts and bolts missing from the doors they'll make take your money to fix that actually that is all right because uh, the law states that once you have rented a place the tenant is supposed to pay for all the damages so uh, wear and tear is all right but you are not supposed to be like intentionally causing some damage like probably if you have a window you are not supposed to throw a stone which is like underlying you know if you are sane minded you know you'd know uh, that's not the thing so uh, it is the tenants uh, responsibility to keep the place you know in uh, good condition right. and they're like sometimes you know when uh, when a owner uh, gives a place to a tenant uh, there'll already be some damages right yeah and uh, if the tenant is supposed to be repairing it they can actually cut it back from their uh, monthly rent mm-hmm. by informing them they have to inform them see this is the case you right. know this has happened so uh, yeah i'm paying for it either you can like uh, reimburse it later or you can pay it now and uh, you know fix it fix it up so that's one thing and uh, yeah property damage there is also another clause that if uh, you are like continually having like trouble while living in the house and there are like some damages which you have to like fix continuously and if that amount actually goes to like 50% of the rent right then the property is considered to be uninhabitable wow yeah so think about it. you have like lot of leaks here and there tap leaking this mm-hmm. thing leaking then there's you have seepage right and uh, some part of the house is like falling down and all <laughs> that and probably you have to like spend a lot and more than how much you are uh, more than half of how much you are paying as a rent as a rent right mm-hmm. so that place is considered uninhabitable and you can uh, you know call up the owner like and tell them you know this is the situation either you have to repair it or we're going to leave and mm-hmm. if you are leaving you are supposed to say, send them a Notice, notice and you can leave by like 15 days and uh, one more thing is that you can actually take this case up to the ra- rental authority and you know oh is uh, there an authority called rental authority yeah i've never heard about it uh, prior to like re- researching for but, this but what are the uh, what are the uh, chances of getting a case resolved there i don't think so <laughs> nothing just will happen like, yeah we just like any other government nothing office. will happen but yeah for, uh, for but me, i would but i would like to say this um, you know although re- um, government offices have a bad reputation Offlate I'm seeing some of the government centers are really efficient and uh, you can really get your stuff done. Huh. Like I recently so after shifting here we have been uh, the first electricity and water bill. Hmm. Um I tried paying online didn't work website their website is I don't know. Um so I took it to this Bangalore one center. Hmm. 
uh, where you get your aadhar card and stuff right it just took like 5 minutes that's it yeah Five minutes. I paid both my bills and I came off. So you use and they they accept everything like Paytm, whatever. Google Pay. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. So you can like just yeah tap on your phone and get everything done. Wow. Right. Okay, okay, okay. That's a that's a welcome change. I think probably because of social media, they're getting a lot of heat. I don't know. Whatever be the reason, there is a way of doing that because I tried many ways to pay the bill. I went to the water authority. Their systems were not working. Their website was down. Paytm itself was not uh, paying because. the other side api is not uh-huh. working so i was like and it was almost past due date so then i took it to the center in two like five minutes it was done hmm. oh that's that's great that's great hope uh, it gets even yeah. better so yeah uh, coming back to the point uninhabitable conditions right so when an owner like rents out a place his place right his or her place there are like uh, some minimum amenities and facilities that uh, should be present there for the tenants so which are like you know water electricity then uh, parking and parking. communication lines and sanitary services should be there once when you're like uh, renting out a property oh is parking mandatory yeah yeah it might be for two wheelers or i'm not sure it's just mentioned parking it, because many of the houses that you see these days right i mean owners build houses for themselves and they'll build houses just for giving for rent yeah. and they will have minimal stuff like they'll have like a what a 15 square feet square feet uh, land just to park the car where you your car neither your bike nothing will fit i don't know it, the design itself will be so flawed that it is just meant for rent and even if you can park your car or something you won't be able to open the door yeah so yeah so uh, these are the things which are like mandatory you know should be there uh, when you're like uh, Uh, renting out your property and i'm not really, really sure what communication links means like you know means you should be able to get a phone connection you should be able to get a uh, internet or whatever it is like it should easy. not be in some oh, okay, middle okay. of a desert or a forest <laughs> probably like the connection that you have at homes you know near yeah. the tv socket or something there those things should be there okay no, it, yeah probably and yeah uh, and the the owners cannot cut off these things it lawfully they are not supposed to you know Mm. uh deprive the tenants fr- tenants from any of these services right. even if they are not paying rent mm-hmm. what they can do is they can take it to the uh, authorities and inform them okay. and if they actually like cut uh the 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 connectivity of any of these things the tenants can actually go and complain mm-hmm. so yeah but uh, what uh, the owners can do is like if they don't pay rent for 2 months right uh he can double the rent and uh take it so but uh, i don't know how the tenants will pay double the rent if they are <laughs> not able to pay for sense, two months right? yeah i like, mean if they can't pay one single month's rent then why would they pay double yeah i don't know like funny maybe thing. that's like a fine kind of a thing so if if you go to court yeah you will end up paying that extra amount. oh yeah 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 that's yeah. oh that must be the case but the funny thing is like you know there there have been like few laws which have been passed like uh, in 69 was like one of the major laws passed for uh, rent control and all that and uh, it was amended in 99 mm-hmm. and i tried to read it it was like i am not a law student that right. must be the thing but i couldn't understand a word so i had to look look it up uh, you know other in other website and figure it out so this is one thing if they are not paying for two months they 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 can charge double it seems so yeah uh, then the next thing is like if what if the tenants end up doing something which is not you know acceptable mm-hmm. so one of the things is like uh, not paying the rent right 
in that case if they don't pay rent for 2 months either you can double the rent or you, or you can you know take legal action and evict them so uh, they'll be given a notice period and they are supposed to like leave before uh, like on, uh, on or before that okay. and if they don't do it they, you can go to the court and you know file a complaint and uh, other reasons for evicting a tenant is like you know uh damaging the property mm-hmm. willfully then creating a ruckus and uh, also encroaching uh, nearby property or <laughs> involving in illegal activities right. you know like some people they grow stuff mm-hmm. at home or they <laughs> <laughs> kill people at home yeah. i don't know if they do that on regular basis i don't know but yeah all these kind of illegal <laughs> if stuff if they right? do that on regular basis <laughs> they have bigger problems than yeah. being evicted <laughs> so yeah all those things if they uh, if the owner get gets to know about it they can evict okay if they don't it's fine yeah, you do okay i'm not like instigating you to do anything but yeah i'm just pointing it out so if they do these kind of things what they can do is uh, notice uh, give a notice and you mm-hmm. know uh, yeah by the stipulated time right they have to leave so the next part is like uh, there are like s- some owners who are not ideal and they'd like you know just barge up to your the your place and you know right. to figure out how you have kept the their homes and all that right i think that's not allowed no that's Or not allowed they have to give a prior uh, see uh, but that happens right they'll just yeah. uh, surprise right. do a surprise visit and be like hey what is this so they are not supposed to do that legally they are not supposed to if they want to uh, inspect the place they're actually not supposed to inspect the place but if you want if they want to visit the home they are supposed to uh, give a notice like 24 hours before that mm-hmm. and there is another rule that they can't just barge in at any time uh, it should be between 7 am to 8 pm in okay. between 7 am to 8 pm so yeah if yeah if something happens and they uh, you know if you are a tenant and they want to like come and visit you they'll have to uh, you know give a notice of 24 that hours. means you'll get time yeah. to wind up your shady yeah. business and with you know uh, with <laughs> services like urban ladder it becomes a lot more easier right you can just call the cleaning yeah, services right. or like pulp fiction you know? <laughs> call the fixer yeah call the fixer and they'll fix it for you or at least they'll make you fix everything yeah. <laughs> so that's a case of you know owner entry then ha huh, then this is for the owners okay what what happens if the tenant dies tenant living dies. in your uh, property so there will be no rent coming in for sure right yeah so uh, like there should there would be a transfer of agreement or something right if mm. they're not like bachelors or spinsters if they if it's a family, family or something yeah, yeah. Uh, so the thing is like if the tenant dies the agreement will be there and it'll be transferred to the tenants you know uh, next of kin next of kin in this particular order first is the spouse mm-hmm. then comes then comes you know son or unmarried daughter mm-hmm. because uh, yeah that's weird but yeah unmarried no. daughters <laughs> Why because we? once they are married the the they indian society here, that thing it? is like you know the norm is like they'll go to their uh, husband's house right and then the third in line is parents then mm-hmm. you have daughter in law like daughter in law in case like the son dies acha acha okay so she should be a widower that's kind But of weird right <laughs> because uh, yeah and yeah so siblings are nowhere there so, so if something <laughs> happens to you <laughs> i think i, I, I am homeless so uh, <laughs> next pg 5k <laughs> you better be good to <laughs> three mom three sharing three sharing yeah <laughs> so will that's the dog get what what will the dog do i don't know yeah so uh, that's the thing if 
the tenant dies the first person who uh, next in kin is uh, the spouse then you have sons or unmarried daughters mm-hmm. and then the parents and the daughter in law in case the son has died and she is a widow that's a good reason for not getting a daughter married right no expenses <laughs> and <laughs> no no they they have to pay the rent it's like the agreement with no, no, stan no. Oh. if the daughter is not getting married you don't have to pay for her wedding oh yeah oh that's a good thing yeah yeah if if someone is listening this from outside of india <laughs> <laughs> we'll have one other episode about marriage where you'll understand why we are saying this yeah uh, probably we'll have a an episode on like indian culture you know explaining all the quirky right. things and all that mm-hmm. or they can listen to the arranged marriage podcast right oh yeah that that's good <laughs> enough so there is a podcast uh, i think we already have made enough enemies this would uh, if we do an episode there'll be more enemies. yeah 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 so there is a podcast uh, i think they're from new zealand australia i, I think new zealand yeah so uh, he is an indian who is living in uh, new zealand and he talks about how his parents are forcing him to get married not get married get arranged marriage get married arrangedly yeah <laughs> is that even a word <laughs> i have no idea yeah so that's a case of you know in case of death of a tenant this is what uh, how the ownership uh, stands and then the last but not and then last but not the least pets mm I think there is there a rule that you should not have I mean can the owners decide that do they have any say in that wait let me pour some wine <laughs> oh, so is that what you do drink wine and read book yes that's what i do yeah so pets actually when i researched there were not really like many rules when it came to pet but the only thing that i can state is that uh no owners can actually tell uh, the tenants not to like have their pets at home doesn't matter if it's a large dog or like small dog or like a cat or like okay what comes in the pet that, that's what lizard anything can be yeah, a pet. not not dangerous yeah, animals yeah, yeah. like snake probably. yeah so you can have any pets you know no matter what and the owner is not supposed to uh, interfere in the, those matters so the thing is like once the owner uh, rents out the property the property is like you know the tenant it's actually the tenant's property mm. till the uh, it's agreement like holds I true. own the place and yeah. I run it as a, as my own place yeah yeah so uh, when it comes to pets the same thing applies if the tenant wants a pet they can have it and uh, the only thing is like uh, the pet shouldn't be a nuisance to everyone living around hmm. so yeah probably uh, we'll have to throw our dog out <laughs> uh, that's what's going to happen tomorrow but uh, the thing is like there's another rule that even if the dog is if you have a dog and the dog makes a lot of noise right uh, it keeps barking uh, there is no specific rule or like law which states that mm. you know they are supposed to like you know taken away from right. the family that's one issue like uh, there are bo- uh, two sides to a coin right mm-hmm. so uh, having no no rule is also an issue right, right. if uh, a pet is co- causing nuisance there should be like some, ro- like some rule your neighbor protect. has a pit bull yeah and comes and bites you yeah but <laughs> about barking thing um, i just have one question right so if someone says your dog is barking a lot and you have to throw him away uh, what happens when you have babies kids i knew it i knew that was coming you <laughs> I am not going to say anything it'd be like too much I mean will they ask us to you know yeah you know how babies are they yeah. keep crying at all odd hours at night yeah so i even for that i don't think there are any specific rules no i don't think there can be any rules about these things right that and um i think there is a in somewhere in indian law um 
they consider pets to be a part of the family kind of a thing as far as i have read there is no law against having pet and owners cannot as you said they cannot put any rules against it but um yeah i have seen a lot of listings even when i speak to owners the moment you mention that you have a pet then they just turn away they say that you know we, we cannot accept pets and stuff like that so, and that was one of the reasons that it took like two months for us right yeah. and i've seen many i mean at least bangalore off late um is more accept accepting of pets like people love dogs yeah. a lot of people love yeah. dogs at least in our neighborhood where we are staying right now everybody loves dogs i think it's like more like the new generation the millennials exactly so everybody loves dog uh, there are many dogs street dogs here as well yeah. uh, which are very friendly dogs it's, as well so it's all the millennials who ride uber and eat uh, from you know yes. swiggy and all that so yeah so pets there are like specific rule like it's not rules there should be some agreement between the mm. neighborhood and neighborhood yeah, people yeah i think it's more the about apartment complex and all that yeah like. so apartment complex also cannot ban t- uh, pets yeah. uh, but some places they don't accept people who have pets i think it's more about you should know your uh, uh, see you won't you don't want to create nuisance yeah and even the pet owner has a responsibility um of making sure that others are not affected by this right uh, whether you are a pet owner or a new uh, you have a newborn in your house yeah, so it uh, that thing should be like you know understood uh, like talked about talked about and you know figure out between neighbors and you yourself if you are a tenant so yeah uh so i think that's it about how renting works yeah so uh, this i think most of this was spoken from a perspective of um being a tenant now i just touching upon see if you look at the other side of it right uh some of the arguments that i came across when i was negotiating with various people um on advance money which they are they take like 10 months right so what they are saying is let's say you there is a big damage right so we just want to make sure that you know we have enough money in our hand which will cover that i don't know like 3 lakh worth of damage what kind of damage might that be a meteorite falls on your house or else you should be a terrorist and so that's what blow it, up the house <laughs> i don't know yeah so that's what uh, they claim uh, that that is a reason that they need that much um, uh, but yeah again there are many many tenants who are also very um, you know irresponsible um they destroy the property they don't take care of the you know and they cause problems with the neighbors and stuff like that so if you have a house i would say that you i, I would think that you would be very careful about to whom you give it right i mean you don't want any issues it, because everybody spends a lot of money in building a house and stuff and you you expect it to be taken care in a proper manner so yeah to an extent you can understand but there has to be a proper regulation for this not that you can charge whatever you feel like as you said there are laws but they have to be strictly enforced especially in bangalore because here there is no rules right even yeah. the even um real estate agencies they support always the house o- owners, owners as much as possible because they get a cut of it and what not uh, so they i would say government has to put impose strict uh, laws here ensure that everything is audited you know people don't charge more than 3 months of uh, because it becomes such a big headache to move house so if we have to move tomorrow right and if i'm looking at a house which is let's say like 20 25k then i have to have like 2 and a half lakhs in my bank yeah. account right i mean that's a big headache on the other hand if we have strict rules i just need 75k which yeah. is much much better yeah so, so yeah um i hope that with this episode we were able to put some light into what actually um is supposed to be yeah. when it comes to renting a property i we know that we are very very far from this practically but yeah um you know if everyone can 
understand this and if you are a owner if you can just follow these rules that will be really amazing because you guys have to start doing it so that you know you don't put uh, others into trouble yeah so for all the owners don't be so suspicious that's one thing and for all the tenants right treat the house as, as your, your own. own yes 